Well, hey friend, I hope you are having a wonderful day. Last week, we started our series on the different decision maker types. Last week, we talked about the avoider, and today we are talking about the avoider's cousin, the hairpin trigger. If you tend to make impulsive decisions that either don't align with your long-term goals or maybe you even regret later, then this is the episode for you. Today, I'm sharing five powerful questions to help you become a more calculated decision maker. And by the way, if you're an avoider, stick around because some of this will also apply to you. Let's do it. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Hey, I see you trying to get this thing to work for you, but feeling like you're struggling with decisions and stuck in doubt. You're afraid to commit, you feel like you have one foot in and one foot out, and you keep second guessing your every move. When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt qualified. I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mom, and daughter of the king, and I'm here to tell you that you can transform your mindset, ditch doubt, and take confident action in your business. Your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of all these fears you have around your business, finally saying yes and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams and goals God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. So today we're talking about the hairpin trigger decision maker type. And it's just what it sounds like. It's somebody that makes decisions very quickly, maybe tends not to think things through, And if you're an avoider, which is what we talked about last week, if you haven't listened to that that episode, I suggest you go back and listen to it. You may be thinking, okay, this episode is not for me because, you know, these are opposites, right? Like there's the people that are avoiding making the decision and not doing anything. And then there's the people that are making decisions super fast and quickly and not really thinking it through. And here's what's interesting. In my experience, these are kind of two sides of the same coin. So if you're an avoider, you may want to hang around. This isn't always the case, but in my example that I used last week for whenever I was avoiding making a decision on what college to go to, if you haven't listened to that episode, like I said, go back and listen to it. But what's so interesting is that a lot of times we avoid, 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 avoid making a decision, and then we make an impulsive decision whenever we're forced to. So whenever something finally forces our hand, a circumstance, you know, arises where we have to make a decision, then we will just make a decision kind of quickly and impulsively without thinking it through. And so they kind of go together in a weird way. Now, it could be that you just make decisions very quickly and easily and impulsively and that you don't spend time avoiding. That's possible as well. But I just want to point that out to you because, you know, we think of them as opposites, but I actually see these two decision-making types as having a lot of similarities. The hairpin trigger type um, wants to be on to the next thing 
right? They don't like to be bogged down or spend time stressing about a decision. And as you can see, avoiders feel the same way, right? In a lot of ways, they don't want to deal with the decision either. For both the avoider and the hairpin trigger, neither type wants to think through and deal with the decision. They just have different ways of avoiding it. So the avoider just obviously avoids, doesn't do anything about it. And the hairpin trigger just makes an impulsive decision, but they don't think through so that they can be done with it. There are definitely some pros to being the hairpin trigger type. Um, number one, you're able to move forward quickly, right? Even if, even though you don't always think through your decisions all that much, you are able to make one and move forward. So there's a lot of value in that. When you make a decision, even if it's not the quote unquote right one or a powerful decision, you can at least learn from that and get yourself unstuck or keep yourself from being stuck. But there's problems with this too. The hairpin trigger type thinks, I don't want to deal with this. I want to be on to the next thing. And that's great in some situations where it doesn't really matter what decision you make, right? We make a lot of decisions each day that don't need a lot of our thought and attention, right? We could do the opposite and spend way too much time on decisions that don't matter that we really should have just slipped a coin for, right? So in some regards, being the hairpin trigger type can be super helpful. The problem with it arises whenever we're talking about decisions that have consequences and results that really impact our future and our long-term goals, whether it be one big decision or a bunch of little decisions that stack up to create a big impact, those types of decisions, we want to make sure that we are not being impulsive and just choosing something because we don't want to deal with it, but instead that we're being more calculated in the way that we make those decisions. So whenever we're thinking like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to think about this. I want to be on to the next thing usually we feel like a sense of urgency and almost apathy, right? The, like, we don't care about what the, whatever this is. We just want it out of our way, off our plate. And so that's whenever we don't think it through, we make an impulsive decision, um, or we make decisions based on how we just feel in the moment, right? Versus our values, our long-term goals, what we really want to create in our lives, what we feel called to do. And so the consequence of that is that we don't really consider the consequence, but also we don't understand or take into consideration the value of the present. We are discounting the present because we want to be on to the next thing. But by doing that, we are actually discounting and not valuing our future because the decisions that we make today affect next week, next month, next year. Sometimes they affect, you know, decades from now. And so in our rush to be on to the next thing, we are actually discounting our future. So if you are the hairpin trigger type, we need to slow down, right? We need to slow down and we need to see the value in the current moment and in these current decisions that we're making because they do have value. They have massive impact on our future. Now, if you've listened to other trainings I've done on decision-making, you've probably heard me say that we don't need to sleep on it. You know, that's the conventional wisdom, right? Whenever you're making a decision, you need to sleep on it. There's this thought that more time equals better decision-making. And I always say that it's not more time that makes better decisions. It's better thinking that makes better decisions. And so I stand by that. 
But a caveat is if you are a hairpin trigger decision maker, you do need to slow down. I'm not saying that you need to sleep on it. I am still saying that you need better thinking, but you still probably need to take a beat (laughs) in between how quickly you would normally make a decision and ask yourself some questions, which is exactly what this episode is about. So what questions do you need to ask? Well, I have five here that I think will slow you down a bit and really help you get to that better thinking space. Okay. So the first thing you want to ask yourself is why do I want to make this decision so fast? Now your answer is going to be personal to you, but it's going to reveal a lot to you. In most situations, it's because you're trying to avoid something. And so the second question to ask is what am I trying to avoid? And this is usually a feeling, a thought, an action, something around that, right? Is there something that I'm trying to avoid doing, like research or asking somebody for their advice, seeking out wise counsel? Maybe you need to have an uncomfortable conversation where you ask some uncomfortable questions, right? Is there something that you need to do that you're trying to avoid and you just want to get this off your plate? Or maybe there's a feeling you're trying to avoid, Maybe you feel like if you actually think this through, you will feel sad, disappointed, discouraged. It could be any, you know, kind of negative emotion that you don't want to feel. And here's one for those of us that are avoiders and then, you know, swing the pendulum back to being hairpin triggers is that sometimes we think that if we don't make a decision right now, then we're going to get stuck in doing nothing again. I actually had this feeling recently when my husband and I were talking about planning our Disney vacation. We've been wanting to take our kids for quite a while. And, you know, we we wanted to wait till a time that, you know, our youngest could really enjoy it. Um, but they're kind of in that sweet spot of, um, of ages right now where it'd be super fun to take them. And I don't know about you, but the whole planning a Disney vacation thing has seemed totally overwhelming to me. And I know that there's totally people that do this for a living, you know, like help you plan your vacation and everything. But even finding that person seemed super overwhelming. And so it's funny, whenever we would even start to think about this in the past, think about really starting to plan this vacation, it was easy to kind of get overwhelmed and then just avoid it, right? (laughs) Go into that avoidance mode where it's like, meh, you know, you shelve it and you just don't think about it for a long time. And then whenever we were talking about it again recently, I had this hairpin trigger feeling where I had this thought of like, oh my goodness, if we don't just book something now, then we never will. Like afraid that we're going to go back into that being stuck mode, right? And that's a really important thought to know that you're thinking because you don't want to swing that pendulum back and forth between avoiding making a decision and then just having a knee-jerk reaction to make it. Once I recognized that that's what I was doing and that's the thought that I was having, I actually um, said that thought to one of my coach friends. I told her, I, I have this thought that if we don't do it now, you know, if we don't just book something now, then we won't. Um, after I realized I was having that thought, I was like, all right, back it up, <laughs> back it up. And I was able to actually do some research. My husband and I sat down together, worked through a lot of things, you know, took the time to see when would be a really good time for us to go. What kind of experience do we want to have? You know, we were able to really think it through. And spoiler alert, we actually did book the vacation, but it wasn't just out of a knee jerk reaction because I was scared that I was going to go back into avoidance mode. 
We do this in life and we also do this in business, especially if it's a business that you have been putting off starting or a direction that you've been putting off going. Maybe there's something that there's been a tug, you know, on your heart to start doing or to create or to develop. And, you know, you've been avoiding it and kind of burying it for so long that whenever it does pop up, you feel like you have to take immediate action on it. And I will say that I think that's good. Like, I think you don't want to leave the scene of a decision without taking an action, but still, you know, you don't want to have a knee-jerk reaction and be signing up for expensive programs you don't need or impulsively committing your time and your finances and your resources to things without thinking them through. Okay, so that's the second question. What am I trying to avoid? And the third question is, what am I basing this decision on? So a lot of times if we're making decisions impulsively, we are basing them on our emotions. We are basing them on kind of our attitudes and just our general state, whatever state we're in at the time. So taking a beat, just taking a moment and asking yourself, what am I basing this decision on can be really helpful. It may be that you're basing it in fear. It could be fear of missing out, right? FOMO is real, (laughs) you know? It could be doubt. It could be any number of emotions, but it's helpful to just take a moment and check in. What am I basing this decision on? could be other people's thoughts, other people's feelings, other people's desires. And that may be totally fine, but you want to just check in and ask yourself that question. And then you want to go to question number four, which is what do I want to base this decision on? So whatever your answer in number three is, you know, you check in again. So say you identify that it is FOMO. I'm afraid of missing out on this thing. So I'm going to, you know, sign up for it, or I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to buy this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to start this thing, whatever it is. And then you just ask yourself, you know, what do I want to base this decision on? Do I want to base it on FOMO or do I want to base it on what I really need in my business and where I'm going in my business? Back to the Disney vacation example. I felt this urgency to book something just because I didn't want to go back to being stuck and not ever doing it, right? But whenever I was able to recalibrate, I was like, no, that's not that's not what I want to base this decision on. I want to make this decision based on the experience that I want my family to have. When I work with my coaching clients, we get very clear on what we want to base decisions on and what we don't want to base decisions on. So this becomes really easy whenever you have what I call a code and it helps make these decisions and seeing if you're making your decision from a place um, that you want to make it from, or it makes that super, super easy. Okay, and now number five is what is the result I want? And the natural extension of that is, does my decision align with this result, right? So whenever we're making quick, impulsive decisions, trying to avoid having to think about things or deal with things too much, we aren't really thinking about the consequences all that much, right? We're not thinking about, you know, how this results in something else. And that's one of the things that I love about my youngest daughter. She's, you know, she's not, she just started kindergarten, but even for like the last two years, she always wants to know what the consequence of things are. Like not just her actions or, you know, typical kid stuff, but she will ask like, well, if this happens, then what what happens after that? What can happen? 
I've always seen it as being awfully mature for her very young age, but sometimes I feel like God uses our children to teach us things. And so whenever I've seen that in her, I think about how valuable that is and how valuable it will be not only in her life, but seeing that and even talking through those things with her about what the result is, what the consequences are um, of certain actions and certain things, it's a great reminder and has been such a blessing to me. So those are the five questions that will really help slow you down and help you think through your decision making so that you're not being that hairpin trigger decision maker. But these also will help you move forward, right? These aren't like stop, wait, you know, sleep on it for a week. These are questions that you can ask yourself and work through very, very quickly, even for something really small or something really big. You know, something small would be like what you're going to order at lunch, right? (laughs) An impulsive decision might be to just order the first thing that sounds good. But if you have a long-term goal of wanting to be healthier or wanting to, you know, lose weight or something like that, that impulsive decision may not be in alignment with what your long-term goals are. So stopping, taking a second to be like, okay, why do I want to make this decision so fast? And what am I trying to avoid? Oh, it's because I don't want to take the time to look up the nutrition information and see how this works with my food plan. Okay. And then it's like, okay, well, so what am I basing my decision on? Well, I'm basing it on how I feel right now, which is that I am hungry and I don't really feel like looking up nutrition information. I just want to eat something. Okay. So the next question is, what do I want to base this decision on? And so you have a choice here, right? The question, that question, you can say, well, I want to base my decision on the fact that I'm hungry right now and that I don't feel like looking up the nutrition information. That's okay. (laughs) right? You can make that decision, but you've at least slowed it down to where you're doing it more intentionally. Now, in most of these situations, if I'm there, if I'm, if if I'm at that place where I'm asking myself these questions, I'm going to say, what do I want to base my decision on? Well, I want to base it on what's good for my body. I want to base it on what's going to satisfy my hunger because that is a consideration, right? And I mean, I also want to base it on how much it costs in some situations. Does this fit into my financial budget as well, right? And so then you have the fifth question, which is what is the result that I want? And part of that is, does it align with my decision? And so, you know, if I'm just picking the first thing off the menu that sounds good without looking at the nutrition information or maybe even looking at the price or anything, then it may not align with the result that I want. It may not align with my food plan and my health goals and my financial goals. So you can work through these five questions very quickly. Like literally when you're standing in line at somewhere to um, to eat lunch or whenever you are, you know, sitting there looking at the menu. And so what's the result? So if I start working through these questions, if I start, you know, asking myself these things and slowing down and not making those hairpin trigger impulsive decisions, what happens? Well, I start to think and know that I make sound decisions, right? Because if I'm working through these five questions, my decisions are much more sound. When I have a a framework or a way to help me make more sound decisions, I feel calm and I feel more in control. And whenever I feel calm and I feel more in control, I think things through. I understand the importance of the current moment that we were talking about before, right? I start valuing this decision and this moment that I'm in. I'm more present and I'm also setting myself up for success in the future. 
And the result is that you become a sound decision maker with fewer regrets and you are moving yourself towards your goals. You are moving yourself towards your calling. You are being more purposeful and more intentional and a better steward of your time, talent, and treasure. I hope this encourages you today. I hope that you take these five questions and that you apply them and use them and see the difference that it can make. But it also may be today that you see the value in this and you want to become a more calculated, more powerful, more intentional decision maker and you feel like you need some extra help. I want to invite you to schedule an unstuck session with me. During this session, you bring a decision that you've been struggling with and you walk away with a decision, an answer that you feel great about. Just go to fruitionmindset.com forward slash unstuck to grab your session. Okay, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day and we will talk soon. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again, and we'll talk soon.